Man, come on. The light's green. Let's go. Where is it? Oh, there it is. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, uh, I, I can almost guarantee we'll see him in New Jersey after this. So I don't, I don't <laughs> think they're going to pay him. I wouldn't. Nice. Late to work sports. sports. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Late to Work Sports. I'm your host, as always, Jonathan, and this week, uh, unfortunately, Vince is not going to be on the air with me. He had some stuff come up. However, I do have the guest host from last week, Tyler, on the air. Tyler, thank you for coming out and uh, doing the show again with me this week. Absolutely. Howdy, y'all. Pleasure to be back. Thankful. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So... This week, uh, we got some NBA and NFL that we're going to kind of touch on. We're going to talk about some some Big Ben stuff, some Jimmy G, some Jalen Brown, Draymond Green, Julio Jones, DK Metcalf. I mean, we're just going to go and hit it all. We're just going to kind of dig into some stuff that has happened over the course of the last you know week, uh, stuff that has, has kind of just built in general. First off... What I'd like to talk about is the comments that Big Ben said. And he's since walked these comments back, Tyler. But he made waves when he said the current NFL player has a me-type attitude. And he rubbed a lot of his former teammates the wrong way to the point where Cameron Hayward came out, said something about it. And... Big Ben walks his comments back. Now, to me, it's one of the things when people say you've been drinking and the truth comes out, right? It, it just is out there. I feel Big Ben meant everything he said. That was what he thought in his heart. And now, of course, he's trying to walk it back. Well, it wasn't meant that way. You're taking it out of perception. But saying the comment of a me-type attitude, that is is not a comment that you can really misunderstand or take a different way. Do you think, first off, Tyler, do you think the comment that he said is warranted? And do you think, do do you believe that the NFL current player is a me-type attitude? I believe you're absolutely correct in the statement, the first statement. Um, I agree with him. It's coming out of high school, gets spoiled right off the bat now. Uh, I mean, there's kids getting spoiled in high school, and, I mean, he was absolutely right. I guess it was, I mean, since he just retired, maybe it was just like them jokes. Sometimes they're just too soon. He had a nerve because, I mean, he, he let's be honest, he could have played one more year if he wanted to. I mean, he wouldn't have been as productive as last year, but he could have, they would have, they would have let him play another year. And I'm sure he's close with some of those guys. I mean, he's not, he's not a rookie. He's a veteran that's retired. Uh, he knows him locker room, that locker room inside and out. He's known everybody that's came into that locker room from his entire career there in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, does it does it merit some warrant? Uh, I, I mean, I agree with him a hundred percent. Like I said, it just may have been too soon. He maybe waited a couple years, honestly, and let it come out. Yeah, it's it's such a me 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 atmosphere now because mm-hmm. uh, nobody can can accept criticism for yep. motivation now. It seems like. You know, it, it, it's not – back in the day you said something about somebody, they're going to take it back out and prove different. Now it's uh, – let, let's just social media argue. Well, I will say that 
I don't remember who it was, but it wasn't long ago that I heard a headline come out. I want to say it was Big Ben, but I could be wrong. But it was a comment that came out from Pittsburgh now that said this organization has done such a good job of keeping this me first attitude out, taking care of their players and keeping this toxic attitude out of the locker room and it was becoming harder and harder to do and they felt like Pittsburgh was one of the last organizations that still had this buy-in to be a team to buy in to be a stealer you weren't you know buying in to get the contract you were buying into something bigger you were buying into your teammates and I remember that coming out I don't know like I said it was a couple years ago and now it's come out again from the quarterback who led that locker room. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like he should know better than you, better than myself. And I know that Hayward may get upset, and that's fine. You can get upset, man. But sometimes people don't like hearing the truth. Sometimes the truth is the hard to swallow. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cameron Hayward was you know, making comment about um, – people that were actual actual leaders in there and he decided he was going to point out some people <laughs> that he he believed were leaders like antonio brown I get out of here man i've seen serious? that i've seen that like that is that dude so far from being a team player like who walks off the field in the middle of a game that's betraying your team that's that's not laying it down for the team that's running away from the team yeah, and that, and he also said, uh, he also talked about, which I don't necessarily put him, him in the same boat as A.B., but he also threw out Juju Smith-Schuster there. He said they get a bad rep for being me first, but they're all about the team. I personally never thought Juju was not about the team. So I, I'm not quite sure why he brought his name up maybe there's something that happened you know that happened behind the scenes that people close to the organization knew and he wasn't mm-hmm. thinking when he was jumping in trying to defend and he threw him out there because as far as I knew no one really perceived Juju as being a selfish player unless I missed something yeah I mean well look at Le'Veon Bell that was on the, on that team too yeah I, I personally I personally didn't have an issue with Le'Veon Bell. I uh, when he set out that year, he was texting James Conner, and he wanted him to succeed, and told him he enjoyed seeing him succeed. And to me, that was huge. That was less of a me first type attitude than a B. However, you did sit out to get money. Um, yeah, and you know, I understand that his that is his career, his profession. Yep, and his um, future. So, like, and he ha- he has millions already in the bank. Yep, that he can't sit out. I mean, let's let's be real. The average Joe just can't sit out because he ain't got millions sitting in the bank. I'm gonna tell you what, I got to go to work. I mean, I, I I got to go to work, or somebody's gonna be knocking at my front door asking why I didn't make it to work today. So, hey man, I might be late for work. But I'm going to be at work. (laughs) 
hey, I better not be late for work. I get in trouble for that. They they frown on that in the military. You know how that goes. <laughs> so let me kick. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> let me kick another question to you then, right? So this is just right. brought up. Stephen A. Smith came out and said that he ranks Big Ben as one of the all-time great quarterbacks in the NFL. And I have a two-part question to this, actually. I guess the first question is, do you rate him a Hall of Fame, or I mean, an all-time great or not? And how big is the list of all-time greats, right? Because the NFL is you know, a little over 100 years old. So mm-hmm. how many quarterbacks do you put in a category, or, or players in general, to say they're all-time great? If you had to ballpark a number and say, Mm, I think it's this number, and then outside of that, mm-hmm. you were maybe a good player, but you weren't an all-time great. How right. how many do you put out there? Because Big Ben has the stats, I'm going to tell you right now. I personally, until I looked at his stats, did not put him in that category. I'm more on the fence now, but he's got the stats. He's played a lot of years, and the league has changed a lot over the years. But um, he's he's got some good stats on there, and he's won two Super Bowls. Me personally, yep. I think that I would leave him on the outside looking in, but he's but he's relatively close. Uh, like top fifteen? Is the top fifteen? Does that consider? Is that the great for a hundred years of a of a sport? Yeah. You think top fifteen is? Uh, I'm a, I'm asking you. Is that, is that what you're considering? I personally don't know. I would say if I was going to do like the all-time great list, I would say great carries a lot more weight in sports than than elite or yes. pro or anything. If I was going to give you an all-time great list, I, I don't think I would go no more than probably whew, 200 years. I'd say you can't go more more than fifty for sure, but I would say probably I would try to get it closer to twenty five to thirty. I don't know if I put him in the top twenty five and that has ever thrown an NFL football at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's your what's your thought on that? Do you consider him an all time great? And how big is that list for him to get in there? What now? When you say consider him an all time great, is that like a top ten figure, or is that a top twenty, top twenty five? When you're asking that question now, well, that's so that's 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 what I'm asking you. All time okay. great. Now, I would I wouldn't put him in my top ten. No, uh, no, no. And here, here's the thing, you know, he played a lot more games than the guys from 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. A lot that's more true. games. That is true. And and he had better protection. Yep. Uh, safer rules. That is so that, that allowed him to have a lot longer longevity. Yep. And you know, is he a is he a solid quarterback? I mean, uh, he's always been a solid quarterback. I mean, I you know I've had him on my fantasy leagues because I mean he's he's always been fairly consistent for the most part, and he's always had a good re- receiving core around him too. That is you true. Know? Heinz Ward, A. B. Juju. I mean, and that's just without even thinking off the top of my head. Any. And he's always had good running backs in the backfield for the most part. I mean, oh, bro. he had the bus. Great defense. Oh, that too. He had the bus. He had, you know, uh, Le'Veon Bell. He had 
James Conner. Now, you know, the argument may be, well, they weren't that good. They were just good in that system. Hey, either way, they were putting up stats and figures and numbers and balling on that team. So Right. He's always had a good supporting cast. He's never been one of these quarterbacks. He's never been a Dan Marino when you're like, who did Dan Marino have? And maybe you can have right. one or two, but you're like, that's it, really. He's not... He's not out there, you know, with the with the supporting cast to make it happen. Right. So, I don't know if I can agree with Stephen A. Smith there. That's a bold claim, and I think I would have to sit down and literally look at everything to set up a list like that. I think he would definitely just, off the, off the top of my head, I would say that Big Ben is not an all-time great in the NFL. Big Ben is an all-time great for the Steelers organization. Yes. I think he thrown for 5,000 one time in his career. If I remember correctly, I think he only did that one time, man. Yeah, like back in the day, I mean, they played less games and uh, Dan Marino was the only one throwing for 5,000 yards. But now you were in a more modern era where 5,000 is nothing now. It's it's so common. I'm looking at it right here and Big Ben's only threw for over 5,000 yards one time. And that was 2018. Now, I will say, in 2014, he was 48 yards away from busting that uh, that bubble again. So, you know, he's had a few decent seasons in there, man. He's thrown, you know, a good amount of touchdowns and stuff like that. But, yeah, I think... I think yeah, I mean, imagine... Was, was, how would you feel if Big Ben had to play with the Browns? Oh, or with the Lions? Been, he... He would have not had near the season he or near the career he had. He'd have been gone. He'd have been gone. He'd been forgotten. That's one yeah. thing I will say about the Steelers. The Steelers is an organization that can build around players. That's one thing they got going on for them. They know how to make it all fit. So, speaking of quarterbacks, what about Jimmy G? Right. So Jimmy G. Obviously, the 49ers said he's out. Uh, there's some little turmoil in there. That I'm, I'm starting to hear that the players are maybe not 100% sold on Trey Lance. But that's, hey, that is what it is, right? Right now, the plan is Trey Lance is the future. Jimmy G's on the way out. So, I threw together my little list here of some landing spots for him. And I want to see what you think. So, I kind of roll through, and I'm thinking, okay, who doesn't have a good quarterback or maybe not a <laughs> top-tier quarterback, right? Because Jimmy G went to the Super Bowl, and Jimmy G was almost in another one. Even if he maybe he don't have the best stats, he does what he's got to do to get the wins. So he has almost twice the wins to losses. It's, you know, I mean, you can't, you, you can't ignore that. So... Just to spitball it real quick, I got uh, Texans, Dolphins, Falcons, Bears, Seahawks, Saints, and Giants. And it's now this is if all trades are open because remember Seattle is in the same division as San Francisco. But I think it only makes sense really for him to go to four teams because the other ones. I'm probably not going to look at him as either A, uh, uh, their future quarterback, or B, they are currently too far, or, or not far enough, rather, in their rebuild stage to put him in there. And he is, you know, he's an older quarterback. He's not a rookie rolling in here. So, 
In this order, I have number four would be Saints. I think him coming in there right now could really push that franchise to be uh, a very good franchise. I think he is a more solid upgrade than Jameis Winston or anybody else they may have on there. Um, obviously, he doesn't have the arm strength that Winston's has, but I think he has the skill set to to do better with the weapons around him than Jameis has. Number three would be the Seattle Seahawks. And like I said, that's only if they're willing to trade them in conference. I I honestly don't see them want to do that. I mean, you want to trade your, your Super Bowl starting quarterback to your in-conference rival? Or in excuse me, interdivision rival. I, I don't I don't see that. Um, number two would be the Dolphins, and that would be if you know we've heard a lot of talk since Tua's got there. Is he going to be gone? Is he going to this? Is this? And everybody's like, oh no, that's not true. Oh no, that's not true. Oh no, that's not true. But it keeps happening, so it may not be true, but it keeps right. happening. Right? He's got yeah. Weddle. He's got Hill. I'm and. He can't do it, right? I think right. they make they look to say, yo, Jimmy G can possibly make it happen, right? And then my right. final one, which is I've heard a lot of links to it, would be him going to Atlanta. The only issue I see there would be do they pull the trigger on Jimmy G and possibly keep him for a while? Then what happens to Mariota, what happens to, you know, like, there's a lot going on there. What happens to all that if he goes into there? So, those are my top spots. Where could you possibly see Jimmy G landing? Okay. So, I'm going to throw some couple of them at you. Okay. The, Wa- the Washington Commanders. Wow. So, you see you see him rolling in there and taking that. Not that I see it's a, a, a hard possibility, but you see him rolling there and taking over the starting job from Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz, problem is when he gets in the big light, is when he gets inconsistent. I think he's scared to get hurt again, man, honestly. I think he got hurt, yeah. and that messed him up, and he's not been the same guy. Well, see, like, and the thing with Jimmy, man, the most TDs he's ever thrown in season is 27, and the second most is 20. And, and, and after that, man, it's like seven. Jimmy's only had uh, was it Debo as his best receiver. Uh, imagine imagine him play some big big Ben in Pittsburgh. You know, it was a supporting cast. You know, yeah, with the supporting cast that he had there. I mean, it would be a different. We'd be talking about a different story right now. You know, another team is the Giants. I know um, the Bears are trying to build around Fields. That's why but, I don't yeah. really think the Bears are going to pull the trigger on him. I think. You drafted Fields very, very high. I think to walk away from him would be mm-hmm. 100% admitting defeat before you even really get a chance to, to have the verdict out. I mean, the Bears struggle with starting quarterbacks in general, but to roll away from Fields immediately, this young quarterback who may just be a quarterback that doesn't fit that system, or maybe you haven't unlock his potential and he rolls into somewhere else and then he just lights it up eats him alive and then once again the bears are looking dumb because they let somebody go that they yeah. shouldn't have and somebody else i don't feel like they're they got a hundred percent trust in it's philly i don't think they've got a hundred percent trust in hurts 
you know, there wasn't any great quarterbacks in this last uh, draft. Nobody truly stood out. Yep. Nobody knew who was going off first. I mean, there was like three of them battling back and forth. Normally, every year there's there might be a battle of two, but there's always normally for sure one. Yep. In the draft this past year, uh, it was a joke, man. It didn't have the star power it normally has, so that's definitely. Yeah. Like I said, I could see you're you're right. There normally is one or two. Normally it's two, you know, jockeying for the top position, but it. Yeah, and maybe uh, maybe a dark horse coming in there, but but that you know maybe because one had a good college playoff game or bowl game or whatever, you know what I mean? But yeah, right. There wasn't really. I that. mean, there really yeah, there really wasn't anybody that stood out like like I gotta have them guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Carolina could, but they're gonna they're gonna work with who they got right now. They got you know three guys that are probably, they they feel like they're all at the same level. Another team I probably keep an eye on the Detroit Lions. So I thought about that one, but I just didn't assume that you'd walk away from the golf experiment yet because when you look at the Detroit Lions stats, right, and everybody, it's easy to find the quarterback like, oh, it's Jared Goff. Uh, when you look at the stats, though, he doesn't have any supporting cast around him. He doesn't they don't, have, but he, he doesn't have a good running back. He doesn't have good wide receivers. He's got nothing out there really helping him. He didn't have a single wide receiver or a thousand yards last year. You know what I mean? So no, he, I mean you're absolutely right. Um, Jimmy G's not going to win the system where he has to be the man. This is not going to happen. No, he's not. He's not. You're absolutely right. He's not. He's not the man that's just going to steal the show. Honestly, you know who he reminds me of who? Brad Johnson. Yeah, I can see that. You give him some people that he can actually throw to. You could probably come out with a career like Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, he may have a solid career, come come finish with it, like Carson Carson Palmer or something. But I mean, he's he's not a great great quarterback. I can see him fitting in there in Seattle. I think he would do good in Pete Carroll's offense. You know, with DK getting that new contract, that would make him excited to have somebody to throw to him again. Because mm-hmm. Drew Locke, he's just gonna get locked up in the pocket. Do you ever get tired of needing to look in multiple places to find the headlines of the day? You have an app for the stock market. You have an app for your favorite sports teams. You even have an app to see which celebrities are making headlines. Well, now you don't have to have multiple apps in order to know what's going on in the world. Just one. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app that brings all of your favorite topics right to you, all from one place. Browse articles that you choose from, sports, tech, Bitcoin, science, your favorite celebrities, and more. The best part is all of your favorite topics are read by real people. They even have podcasts and digital radio. Imagine having the entire web completely listenable and all in one place. Now you can with Newsly. Download and use Newsly for free now on any iOS or Android device and use promo code WSTS to receive a one-month free premium subscription. That promo code again is WSTS. Stop scrolling and start listening today with Newsly. Speaking of DK... So he just got that monster contract. It was the most money guaranteed to a wide receiver in NFL history. $73 million. And it was it came after only three years of production. And I remember we talked about it when it first came out, you and I, and we talked 
is he worth it and all that. And then my initial thing was, yeah, you don't let this man go. You got to, you know, tie him up because you just let your star franchise quarterback go. So mm-hmm. do you really let your up-and-coming star wide receiver go? And I was breaking down the stats, looking at him, seeing where he fell and everything. And I think I'm going to have to backtrack that statement a little bit because I don't think he's worth that money. He's only broke 1,000 yards one time. Now, granted, it's only three seasons, but he's only broke it one time, and it wasn't last year. He broke 1,300 yards his second year in the league. He doesn't have a great success rate for targets to actual completions. And he fumbles a decent amount for a wide receiver, and every time he's fumbled... The ball has been lost except for once. The only stat that he has that looks really good on his resume is touchdowns. Now, touchdowns are what wins games, right? Putting the points up. So in your eyes, is he worth that massive contract? Or do you kind of see if you could maybe gamble and get something better in return for him? When the NFL, I mean, I think it was ESPN that released their – their top 10 uh, wide receivers. I don't think he was in it, was he? He was not in it. No, and I agree with that. I think, what, last year, I think he was 28th in receptions, 28th in uh, yards, and 4th in TDs. That, like you said, TDs wins ball games. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously is the difference is in the red zone because uh, is he ain't killing it in long yards. No, nah, well, the dude's know? a freaking age. I mean, he's huge. He's a big target. And he's fast. Yeah, he's, he he's fast. super fast. And he's made a lot of big highlights. Mm-hmm. You know, TDs will get you highlights. Yep. But the problem is he gets shut down too often. And when the best get up against him, he don't do nothing. Yeah. So, like I said, it's, it's rough to let him walk. But this is a business. You just shipped out your, your star quarterback you're not looking to win a Super Bowl this year. I mean, let's be honest with each other here. You, you're you looking to win a Super Bowl about as much as the Atlanta Falcons or the Carolina Panthers are at this point, right? You, you're just not mm-hmm. looking to win one. But I don't know if you pay that dude that amount of money. Even though he's putting touchdowns up, it's hard for me to want to do that because – in that he, he like I said, he's not putting up yards, so he's not breaking off big runs. You know, it's not like he's catching that ball and just taking off. So, I looked over something real quick from last season. Mm-hmm. It, it showed one game where he actually he led the team in yards with actually over hundred yards. Uh, he he led the the team five times. Guess who led the team the most in in yards per game? In receiving yards per game. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Receiving yards per game. Mm, I'd like to say Lockett, but I'm not sure. Yep. Tyler Lockett. Now, you're right. Lock, yeah, Lockett led it eight times. So, obviously, who's your best receiver on the team? To me, to me, it's a no-brainer. It's always Lockett. Yes, he doesn't He doesn't possess the size and stuff that, that DK has, but Lockett is, is a much shorter option. He's that... He's that Cooper Cup option, 
you know, versus yes. versus that. Yeah, congratulations, you're massive, but sometimes size doesn't always make it. It doesn't always work sometimes. So, speaking of size, Julio Jones. Now this one, I'm just gonna go ahead and tell you, it hurt me. This one hurt me. The NFL's a business, and mm-hmm. they're all out there trying to get a paycheck. But watching a player that was drafted by a team, played for years, became their top receiver in the franchise, kind of had a messy breakup a little bit, thanks to uh, Shannon Sharp doing some actually illegal things in California. Mm-hmm. He went to Tennessee and had a horrible year, his worst year ever, and right. he got cut. He got two different contract offers is what we've heard now, among other ones. One to Green Bay, one to Tampa Bay, and he took Tampa. So that one hurts a little bit, but I do understand it is a business. The original team let you go. I got it. You know, We don't know everything that happened behind the scenes. But how do you feel about him going to play for Tampa? Do you think it's... I, I definitely think he... Has a great quarterback there throwing to him. I think it's going to be a good fit for him. I've seen highlights of him at training camp, and he's burning these DBs. So, what's your thought of that? It was a bit of a surprise. I uh, I, I did not anticipate seeing that kind of, that that news, man. Because I mean, you and I both root in the same division. Yep. And you hate Tampa just as much as I hate Tampa. You know. You part of the, the Dirty Birds, and I'm part of the Who Dat Nation. We hate the Bucks. Tom Brady, the goat. I get it. I get it, man. But I, I was shocked to, for them to make that move. Like you said, he was let go mm-hmm. by the Titans. He's always been a, a baller. He'd always been such a hard, hard practice, hard game player, all the time. You know what else he's always been? Injured. What's that? Oh, always injured, yeah. But because he's always gone so hard. I don't know if he's just gotten now where he's just trying to make that money now, uh, just whatever little bit he can now, or what. But it's, it's a nice one year deal. I mean, to let's be honest, you, you haven't played a full season in I don't know how many years. And you got a nice little fat contract. Now, I don't know all the ins and outs of how it's rolled up and how it breaks down. But you got a nice little contract there. Do you think he makes it the whole oh. season, or do you think he gets injured? I don't I don't think he's going to get a whole lot of reps like he's used to. I think I'll put up about 400 yards. I, I do I think he'll get an injury? Yeah, he'll probably pull, you know, hurt a finger or an ankle. 400 yards, huh? You think it's that low? Yeah, I think he'll only get about 400. Is that due to injury uh, that you think that, or is that just due to... I th- I would feel you're probably going to be the third string wide receiver out there. Yeah, I don't see him being the go to receiver. I don't. I mean, yeah, Gronk's gone, but do you see him outperforming Chris Evans, Chris Goodwin? You, I mean, do you you see him outshining either one of them? You mean Michael Evans? All right, yeah, Michael Evans. Thank you. I yeah, not not uh, not Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> if he's healthy, yes, I do see him outperforming them. The problem is, I don't think he'll stay healthy. I mean, a lot of times with Julio, it's never been, 
I broke my leg, right? It's always been turf toe. It's always been a pulled hamstring. It's always been... It's minor injuries that have affected his him being out there. So it's never this season-ending injury. But there's always something, some kind of ailment he's going through. So if Julio Jones is 100% healthy, I think he's the best wide receiver on that team. The problem is I don't think he'll be 100% healthy for even half the games of the season. I, I wish him the best only because I like him. I got his jerseys. Mm-hmm. I don't wish the Bucks the best. So I would have loved to have seen him go to Green Bay. But at the end of the day, I like I said, I don't think I, I don't think he's gonna make it through the whole season. Even if he wins a ring, right? If if Tampa Bay somehow wins it all again, could you as a competitor say, I played six games this season, maybe one playoff game and we won a championship ring, and I helped do that. I mean, to me, being the competitor that I am about everything, it's hard for me to brag and be excited about a championship ring when I really didn't do much. So if he falls in that realm of not putting out due to injury, it's like, yeah, you got a ring, but... It's almost more of a participation trophy at this time. I don't know. I'm curious to see. So, Larry Fitzgerald's last year was in 2020. He put up just a little over 400 yards. We're talking about a dude that was extremely reliable, hardly ever out. You know? Yeah. Granted, I I think Julio's one of the best to do it, you know, minus his injuries. I mean, he he was just a freak of an athlete. But, you know, the thing about Julio is, is like the injuries that I, I was naming off earlier, Bad ankle, bad hip, injured finger, you know. It's it's just like the, the injuries that he's had. Minor injuries that's that's kept him out longer than it should have. Yeah. But he does he does play hard. He has never had a problem blocking. He's never had trouble being the guy that's stepped up for the team during the games. I can tell you what he does have that's, problems with, and that's scoring touchdowns. <laughs> Unfortunately I've lived that with him. Minus his injuries, I think he'll he'll go down as one of the you know top fifteen greatest receivers, in my opinion. Um, but his injuries, man, I I just think he's only going to put up about four hundred yards, maybe five TDs this year. As much as it pains me to say, I don't think he'll go down as one of the greatest wide receivers in NFL history. I think he'll go down as one of the greatest what ifs in wide receiver or in NFL history. He'll be the the Penny Hardaway, if you if you will, or the Derrick Rose because he couldn't stay healthy. But if he could have, what could have been, you know? So I, I don't know. We're gonna have to just kind of play that one out. Yeah, and the thing about the Bucks roster, man, it's getting old. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if we've seen anything with Brady, age doesn't matter. Now he's not getting hits like these other players, but. That- but- that's Brady we're talking about. We're not. We're talking about a whole team of roster of people getting old. Yeah. I mean, Leonard Fournette. He's he's putting on some weight. Now, yeah, homeboy, he need, need to drop it so he can run it. That dude looking like Eddie Lacy out there. Put a burger in front of that man. I'm gonna be I honest bet with you. He'll run hard, yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. I never was big on Leonard Fournette. I never thought he was the most amazing thing out there. But that's just my opinion. 
let's transition a little bit. Let's kick on some uh, NBA topics here that, that's huge right now. So, the big one is obviously Draymond Green's contract. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But before we get to that, we're going to touch on our saga of the KD story here. This one kind of came out with Boston looking to trade for KD. So they put together a package and said, hey, we'd be interested in KD, and here's what we'll give you. Well, in that, Jalen Brown's name was put in there. And, of course, when he heard it, he was upset. He spoke out a little bit about it. The the trade obviously didn't happen because the Nets are wanting every team to sell their soul for KD. Now, I feel like you definitely have a little bit of an issue on your hand because this this guy who has played with you and, and sold out for you now, he feels some type of way. First off, let me ask you, should he feel that way? I mean, the big three, to me, there's a big three, obviously, on a lot of teams, and I feel like you got the big three in Boston, and that would be Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart, right? Right. And when I looked at stats-wise and, and did the breakdown, Jason Tatum had some bad games. Don't get me wrong. He had some bad games. 100 turnovers in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you break down his stats against Jalen Brown, that was the only stat that that is worse than Jalen Brown's, really. I mean, he put up more points. Mm-hmm. He had more assists. He had, uh, I think, right at the same number of rebounds. More, st- you know, he averaged more steals. So, does Jalen Brown have grounds to be upset with this? Man, uh, if I've dedicated my time and my effort to whatever team I'm on, man, and the way I find out is through the media, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be upset. That's just, I, I understand. I, I mean, I get it, man. I'd be upset. I know it's just a business. I get it, but yeah, I would be personally, I'd be upset about it. I think he 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 warrants to what he can say about it. Like uh, let's let's say this. So the Nets, I, I, if I'm correct, they got swept by the Celtics <laughs> in the playoffs. Yes, they correct. Did. If I'm wrong, no, you so, were not uh, how wrong. Much, how much is KD going to do for you if you trade off your three best players? Here's my thought on that, right? I get it. You were a couple wins away from winning the ring. So you feel like you may need to do something to compete. But KD, to me, is not it. He is not the force that you want in your locker room. He's not necessarily a negative force in the locker room, but he's not a team player in my eyes. I, I, I've seen a lot of times where he's selfish, a lot of times mm-hmm. where he just goes ghost and to me he's childish. He's childish, right? And he he's not the guy that I would want to put in my locker room. To me, you have a great team building there. You're just missing a couple pieces, but he's not worth sacrificing what you have built. What you have to give up to get is is definitely not worth it. The risk is not worth the reward there. Because you bring him in and you make a mistake and you realize, and then he goes, oh, I don't like it here. You know, 
Now he wants to leave again mm-hmm. another year. The thing is, the man's been on, what, three different teams right now? And he's already trying to get to his fourth team. But he's been on three different teams in only a few years. I mean, he's ready to get to his third team in three years. And he's choosing this. This isn't, I've been traded. He is choosing to leave these organizations. Go here, do this. I don't want to be there. He's been in Brooklyn a year, and he's already ready to leave. You know what I mean? You 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 left Golden State. You joined him once they beat you. You went there, won a ring with him. Won, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. He got two rings. And then he wanted to leave. And it's like, I don't know, man. I, I, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth it. I don't think you you take that. I think you, I think you let that go. I believe I would be upset if I was Jalen too, because just like you said, I had to find out in the media. Hey, come to me as a man. I have poured my heart and soul out to y'all on this court. Come to me and said, Hey, Jalen, I, I want you to know, and, and it's an uncomfortable conversation to say, and it takes a man to do that. It doesn't take you know you you can't be a coward. You have to you have to stand up and say hey we are looking to possibly trade you off to get kevin durant we don't want you to feel like you know we don't think highly of you or anything like that we're just looking at what would be best for the organization this is a business but we want you to know before anybody else you got to do that you got to do that because if he finds out in the media, like he did, he's going to feel like he can't trust y'all. And I think that's what you got right. now. Now you have the whole Matt Ryan in Atlanta when they tried to go for Deshaun Watson. You know, Deshaun reached out to them and they turned around and said, Okay, we have ties with you when you were, you know, the ball boys. So, all right, let's put together something. They started doing what he asked. And as they got deep in the conversation, they had already went past the money stage. They were starting talking about that stuff. And he goes, no, nah, I want more guaranteed money. And they said, well, we don't feel comfortable doing that. And that's when he said, all right, I'm out. And then the media leaks out. And now Matt Ryan feels some sort of way. And he had a, he had all rights to feel that way. So I can see why he's upset. But at the same time, you got to understand it's also a business. And some people just, they just can't man up and tell you, hey, here's what's up. Absolutely. So... And like, what's the you know the most the two most appealing things about Kevin Durant is is his unstoppable scoring, and he's got two rings. Does that sound more appealing than than having somebody over it coming from the Celtics that's just a above average player? I don't think I would mess with that core group. I think you start adding a little, few more supporting cat. I I think you're close to a championship with that with that team. So I just. I mean, you 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 want an Eastern Conference championship, so I think you I think you're too close to try to be to be sacrificing that. So we'll we'll see how yeah. that kind of plays out. I mean, that's I I think they got some problems you know, boiling I, now. I mean, do you see KD helping them get past the Warriors last year? That was with the Celtics last year. I don't. I I I mean, I don't either. I think it'd be a little bit closer, but I don't either because where I do think. He is an upgrade to Jalen Brown. I don't think he is the piece that you need to get past there. No, 
You know, I get you upgraded, but I, I don't think it's enough of an upgrade. I think I think if you bring in a couple more better supporting cast members, you do better than trying to just upgrade a guy that to me you already got a good position. He's already good at that position. You know, you got a good player. Right. So that one's going to be that that little thing brewing in Boston is going to be a, a a piece to watch over the next little bit, and especially if. You know the season doesn't go quite how people think it should be. So, right, right, and you know, uh, I mean, let's be real. Do you think KD would have any rings if he didn't play for the Warriors? No, no. There you go. So, well, on to Draymond Green. So Draymond Green came out and said, after this year, he is looking to get a max contract deal, and the Warriors have came out and said, no, we're not doing it. So, before I dig into his stats or anything, I want to ask you, Tyler. Do you think Draymond Green deserves a max extension contract from the Warriors? I, I, I've i never been a fan of Draymond. So, I mean, defensively, he's, 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 he's good. He's really good. To me, he's not one of my favorite players in the league. Just as, I've heard people want to compare him to, like, Dennis Rodman. He is not a Dennis Rodman. Me, yeah, he has nothing to a Dennis Rodman. I, mean, I can't think of anybody I can really compare him to. I mean, he's boring to me. He uh, To me, he's borderline dirty. He's disrespectful. He's arrogant. But that's just my feelings and what I see. Let me, uh, let me tell you this. He's only played 82 games once in his career. So he's not out there playing every game. The year he won Defensive Player of the Year, he only played 76 games that year. Since that year, he hasn't played over 70 games. And then, you know how the NBA is, right? It's, what have you done for me lately, right? That's how sports are. What have you done for me lately? I say if you're going to go lately, you got to say probably, I'd say three years, right? You start going past that, it's kind of history. Three years may be stretching it, but I like to go three years. So, in the last three years, he's played less than 50 games in two of those. So, at that point, you're showing me you you don't have the ability to stay healthy, which is huge, right? I'm paying you money, but you're sitting on the bench? Like, that's like if, if I worked for you, Tyler, and you said, hey, I'm paying you, you know, $100,000 $100,000 a year to come work for me and half the year, right? Because less than 50 games, that's not far off from being half the year, right? So half the year I sit there, but yet you still have to pay me. Does that sound like a good deal to you? <laughs> I'm going to try to compare him to somebody. And it just, this dude's definitely a better baller in the day than he was. Ben Wallace. So... You better put some respect on Ben Wallace's name. Oh, I love Big Ben. (laughs) He's the real Big Ben. So, here's Draymond's career stats and rebounds. This is a power forward we're talking about. 6.9 average, career average. Points, 8.7. Big Ben's rebounds, 9.6. 5.7. Sound pretty similar. Mm -hmm. But But the thing is, 
I, I fully believe that Big Ben gave more than what Draymond actually does for his team. I'm like, in blocks, he averaged one more block a game. He averaged two blocks a game. Blocks are hard to come by. Draymond averages one. Like, Ben was not known for his scoring, neither is Draymond. Draymond's highest scoring average ever was 14. And But he is in a league now that's it's all about scoring. Yep. It's not, a, it's not about defense. The Pistons, with, with, with the... With Big Ben, Chauncey, Riff, Rashid, I mean, that was uh, the bad boys round two. Mm-hmm. You know, so he had Rashid right beside him, so he didn't need to score down low. He just needed to get the ball. I, I would pick, and I would rather pay Ben Wallace uh, over him any day. I mean, he was a four-time defensive player of the year. How many times Draymond got it? Once? Yeah, just once. And since we're on the topic of that, right, since – Winning that, every stat has went down for him, except for two. Now, because I don't want to take anything from him, two of his stats have went up, and those two stats would be turnovers and fouls. Every stat, man, you're going down. Every stat, you got yeah Curry and Clay, which to me they have that Brady effect, right? They make everybody around them better. Right, so better, better. You have that on your team. Your stats are going down, and now you want to ask for Matt's contract? Hey, big dog, that ship has sailed. You missed your yeah. opportunity. That window's closed. Like you're now trying to get it, and it's it's not a good idea. Like you're not going to get it, man. You're not going to get it. I mean, you got. Less points every year except for one year since rookie or since defensive player of the year. Less blocks, less steals, less total rebounds. I mean, you, what what are you doing but getting worse? And now you want a max deal? Get out of here, man. Get out of here. You, you're Bro, crazy. Yeah. I mean, in the last four years he's averaged about fifty four games a season. Ouch. That's 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 just above a half. That's like sixty percent of the season, roughly. Yeah, and mm. it's been uh, about six years since he's averaged double digits in points. And he's he's sitting on the fine line of seven points a game, man. Yeah, you got Steph Curry, but you're supposed to be the defensive maker on the team. I, you know, I'll say this: as a power forward, he's on the smaller side. He's six six. Smaller but, side, like you my said, God. He, he's dirty, man. He's he dirty. I've seen and, him, I've seen him kick people. I've seen him elbow people. And what lets me believe, like, you're dirty. Man, I've seen him kick people and then just walk away from them. Man, you know you kicked these people. You know you just kicked them and you just walked away? Come on, man. But, you know, I think he'll get the money, though. Steve Curry ain't going to try to break that team up. Um, they already said they're not going to give it to him. You think they're going to go back on that? He's not worth it. He's not worth the max. I think they he's let him go. I think they let him go, man, personally. I don't know I if they have the cap room. to. I mean, they're going to have to make some moves. They're going to have to open up cap room to do it. And I don't think they're willing to do that for him. You know? I, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't see it. And Draymond is so arrogant, so cocky, whatever you want to call it. And he, he thinks his worth is more than what it is. He's that stereotypical player. You know, we've all played with people 
like this that think their skill set is the most valuable thing out there. And it's like, yo, that's not your worth, man. You need to know where you fall, and it ain't where you think you fall on the hierarchy here. Right. And that's Draymond. Right. Draymond thinking, I'm just as good as Clay and Curry, right? Because that's what he's going to get paid like. Right. But nah, man, you ain't just as good as them. You'd be a nobody, I think, personally, <clears throat> if he wouldn't have been on the, the Warriors. So, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, uh, I, I can almost guarantee we'll see him in New Jersey after this. So, I don't, I don't <laughs> think they're going to pay him. I wouldn't. So, with that, it comes to one of my favorite times of the actual episode. And that is the wild stat of the week. So, this week, I figured I'd give a little shout out to my boy Boston Dave. And uh, throw out this one for him. (laughs) The New England Patriots did not lose a home game to a division rival when Tom Brady played the whole game. From November 13, 2006 to December 29, 2019. Over 13 years. That's that Brady effect. Talking about being somebody's daddy. Huh? I said, talk about being somebody's daddy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's I own you. That's, uh, that's that Brady effect, man, making everybody better around you. I mean, that's, that's wild. I mean, he, they own that division for years, but that is a... That is a stat that if you are a Bills fan, a Jets fan, or Miami fan, you want it to get buried down and never see a lot of day again. That's an ugly one, man. <laughs> that's an ugly one. Yeah, that's embarrassing. <laughs> so, well, before we go, I want to go ahead and, and give a shout out to my boy, uh, Sergeant Williams. Today, Sergeant Williams retired from the Marine Corps. It was well-deserved. Uh, it was a privilege to get to serve with you, bro. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the little bit of time we get, the conversations we had, uh, getting to see you out there. And it, it's been a minute since I've seen you in the uniform. But I'm thoroughly happy for you and your family, and I'm excited to see what your future holds. So good luck to you. I'm a little jealous because I'm trying to reset retirement. And you beat me to it. But, hey, congratulations to you and the family, and enjoy it, big homie. Thank you, brother, for your service, man. God bless y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, well, with that, now comes the end of the podcast. So, Tyler, I know it was short notice, man. I know I called you right before, you know, a couple hours before he was getting ready to kick this show. And uh, Mr. Reliable came through with the clutch. So, I appreciate it, man. Uh, I appreciate you rolling with uh, with all the questions and, and throwing some good commentary out there. I look forward to having you on some more podcasts down the line as well. Absolutely, brother. Thank you, man. I greatly appreciate it. Enjoy it every time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So with that, everyone, we are getting ready to close the episode out again. Make sure all of y'all go check out our social medias. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Reddit. Get out there, check us out, uh, follow us, like our pages, share our pages. If you want to hear something on the podcast, if you want to hear a discussion put out there, right? We want to debate things as well. We're coming to that point where we're going to start trying to debate some topics. If there's something you want to see or want to hear us debate, 
send us a message. We got a Discord. Jump in the Discord. We frequently do hot takes in the Discord and get the community that's in there arguing and talking back and forth and throwing their viewpoints out. So if you would like to hear that or you would like to be part of that, check out our links. They're, uh, they're on our page. You can go there. You can see them in the bottom. You can check us out. Like I said, it's Late to Work Sports on Instagram and Facebook. You can get all our links from there, and then you can come and check our stuff out. So, well, we appreciate it, everybody. And until next week, thank you. <laughs>